Hey, jom mama. Wait, what's mama? Huh? You don't know? Yeah, I don't. Huh? Well, how do I explain this? This is Ilham, your host for the Jom Mama podcast, a place where we explore the numerous sides of Mama culture. The conversation you heard previously was something that happened a few years ago between me and a special Sabahan friend of mine. Can you imagine how surprised I was? Well. I guess despite Mama being crowned a Malaysian food icon, there are still those who have not experienced it. And for us who have, maybe there's still a lot to learn. So Mama is a um is a restaurant. Eatery ran by Indian Muslims who are also called Mamas, if I'm correct. I believe Mama refers to Indian Muslim men, but I'm not exactly sure. I don't know the literal meaning of the term, but I think over the years I've come to make my own interpretation of it. When I look at the word mama, is number one, the Indian Muslim community in Malaysia, and the second one is obviously the kedai mama that I used to live out with my family and friends. Well, I think it is a bit tricky, in the sense that I've never even thought about it. Pardon my ignorance, but the first thing that comes into my mind with the thought of Mama is actually Mama restaurant. But uh, I think Mama refers to a certain race, which is a mixture between Malay and Indian race. I think so. In our first episode, we thought it'd be right to start off our show with the history and identity of Mama. For the past few months, I've been asking around and researching on what's Mama and where did it come from. Who identifies as Mama? And here's what I found: Mama is a term that generally refers to Indian Muslims or people whose Muslim ancestors came from South India. According to early written history, most of them had actually migrated from Tamil Nadu and Kerala to Southeast Asia since the 18th century. They were believed to have first arrived at Samudra. What is now known as Aceh in Sumatra, Indonesia, and later on they began selling down in Peninsula Malaysia, and have now become the Malaysian Indian Muslims that we know today. Over the years, this group becomes heavily associated with their ethnic food venture, Kedai Mama, an icon to Malaysia's food culture and a prized ethnic restaurant. For the Penangites, here's a fun fact for you. Did you know that Mama restaurants actually began in Penang? Me neither. Well, Kedah was technically the first port that was visited by the Muslim traders from South India. However, Penang was believed to hold the origin of Mama restaurants, as many of these Indian Muslim traders ended up settling and starting their own businesses there. Of course, Mama restaurants. Didn't start out as a restaurant in the beginning. In the early 1900s, 
they started selling food by putting it in two large baskets and carrying those baskets over their shoulders, walking from house to house, village to village. Eventually, they started operating their own stalls on major streets and later opened what we now see as Kedai Mama. Another fact, the word Mama originally came from the Tamil term Mama, which translates as uncle on the maternal side. Uncle is normally used by children across different ethnic groups in Malaysia to refer to older male individuals, neighbors or shopkeepers. So it's not strange to address the mama store workers as uncle or mama when talking to them. Over time, I guess we could say that the pronunciation simply shifted to mama. But do you know what's the female equivalent to mama? Have you heard of anak mami? Or the movie Mami Jarum? Yeah, that's it. Mami means auntie and it's also a term that refers to Indian Muslim girls. Well, now we know how this word has grown to become a common Malaysian term. But is it enough to label this group as Indian Muslims or Mama? Surprisingly, there are a few instances of individuals with Indian or Tamil Muslim heritage today who identify themselves with different terms in Malaysia. Did you know there are Malay Muslims, Jawi Peranakan, Indian Muslim permanent residents, and Indian Muslim citizens? It's interesting to find out that many of the Indian Muslims nowadays, or individuals with Indian Muslim heritage, are recognized by the state as Malay because they fit into the constitutional definition of Malay. One being a Muslim, second speaking Malay, and third practicing Malay customs. One explanation behind this is that many of this group have entered interracial marriages and have Malay spouses. Meanwhile, the first generation of Indian Muslim immigrants are mostly the Indian Muslim permanent residents. They are undoubtedly born in India and migrated to Malaysia. So they hold the Malaysia permanent residency as well as Indian citizenship, which is why they don't have the right to vote. On their identity card, they are labeled as Indian for race, but Muslim for religion. Their names carry the patronymic Ana, which means son or daughter of. This is a common name structure for Indians. However, after some of them enter interracial marriages with Malays and have children, many of them later switch their children's official ethnicity to Malay. Their children are known as the Jawi Peranakan. Jawi is a term of Arabic origin that refers to Southeast Asian Muslims, while Peranakan refers to those locally born. Many of the Jawi Peranakan identify as Malay. Interestingly, one of the best examples of a Malay elite with Indian Muslim ancestry is actually Tun Dr. Mahathir. Aside from that, there's also the group that doesn't identify as Malays, which are simply known as Indian Muslim citizens. This community consists mainly of children of the permanent residents that share the religion of Islam and are still identified as an Indian or Tamil for their race and ethnic. They mainly practice Indian customs. Unfortunately though, this community often face discrimination and identity crisis. 
For one thing, they are recognized by the state as Muslim, but remain as Indians. So they don't get the opportunities that are offered by certain policies related to the Malay race, or Bumiputra. Now this is some heavy stuff, but for the simple fun curiosity of the podcast, we'll leave the issue on constitutional rights for you to explore and ask yourself. But before that, even though mama is a respectful term for older men and has been casually used by people for its food culture association, sometimes the term doesn't really sit well with the people who are labeled as mama. Now, I can't say for sure as I don't belong to the group, but maybe these people can. Hi, my name is Nora Shikah Johan. I am a student and my mom is Hazima Binti Aziz and she's a housewife. My name is Hazima Binti Aziz. I'm a mother to Rashika. I'm a Malay, pure Malay, which my mom from Balik Pulau and my father from Kedah. Hello everyone, I am Afzawaba. I am 22 years old and I am from Penang. I am the fourth generation Indian in my family. How would you describe yourself in terms of your identity? Uh, for me, I am an Indian Malay, whereas my mom is a pure Malay. I would identify myself as a Malaysian because obviously I was born here. And as my ethnicity, I would say I'm Indian because that's where my ancestors and my family are from. Has anyone addressed you as Mama or a person with Mama heritage? How do you feel about it? So, although we are Malay or mixed Indian Malay, we do get addressed Mama quite often because of how we look and also because of when they get to know that we are Muslims and we are mixed Indian, they will automatically call us Mama. For me, um, Mama community exists and I don't feel offended or anything. Um, I'm actually proud to be a Mama. But there is another term for girls, which is called Anak Mami. Yeah, when we, Penang is originally um, invented by um, Indian from those days. So whenever we say that we are from Penang, so they will address us as Anak Mami or Mama because they know that uh, most, mostly people here are mixed. When someone calls me mama, I personally don't like it because um, I don't see the need of creating a new term for someone when they have a name for themselves. People should call themselves Indians or you know if they're not comfortable with that then maybe Indian Muslims or Tamil Muslims because that's what we are and I don't see the need of calling Indian Muslims another name we already have a name for ourselves there's no need to make a new term you know have you faced any stereotypes or prejudice because of your identity or appearance uh, about stereotype, we don't feel we don't feel anything about people calling us mama or anak mami because we are originally from Penang. If we are from outside of Penang or other state, maybe they will feel um um not comfortable with that. Um, because we 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 born and we we brought up to hear that kind of terms and we used to it. So yeah, I hope. More people understand about the Mama community, and uh, actually, 
I feel I feel very proud to become a mama or I mean anak mami. So yeah, thank you so much. I have uh, faced both stereotypes and prejudice from people. Well, funny thing is both Indian people and Malay people have treated me differently for two different reasons because like Indian people you know in Malaysia the majority is Tamil people and my mother tongue is Tamil though when I go out I don't speak Tamil because people have often mocked how I speak so I just choose not to speak it so when like when I was in high school and so on when people speak to me in Tamil I would reply them in English not because I don't know what they're saying or not because I don't know how to speak it, but rather it's just that I don't feel comfortable being mocked at, you know. So they would think that I I, I feel that I'm superior or so on, that I don't speak Tamil, but that's not the reason. When people see me, they obviously know that I'm Indian. And when I'm in school, people often uh, get confused between Malay and Muslims. They often think only Muslims are Malay and Malays are Muslims. So when people would say, uh, like teachers, when they say make a group of people that are mixed races and when I'm with my friends, with my other Indian or Malay friends, I would be asked to be with the Malays. And I'm like, I'm not Malay, I'm Indian. So I would go back to the non-Malay side. And sometimes people don't take that well because I, I, I don't know why. So that is something that happens to me. People don't like that. I uh, publicly tell them off or to correct them that I am Indian and not Malay. People have acted unfavorable towards me because um, in school, my mom attends like functions wearing saris and there have been teachers that have made certain comments about it that led to me being treated uh, very unkindly by certain teachers in school though we don't really care about it or what people say because we have faced this as many generations at home my grandmother my mom they all wear indian clothing sari is worn every day uh, we hold on to our indian culture very strongly and for any formal functions weddings and so on we've always worn indian clothing so that is part of our identity and when someone else sees that like you know when uh, my teachers see that i don't know why they they don't like that as a Muslim, I wear Indian clothes. So that that has led to me being treated uh, unkindly. And even my sisters have faced the same thing at uh, in school. And there have been teachers that have called certain terms towards Indians or Indian Muslims in schools. I do feel proud of how the Mama culture has become famous because Obviously, we make amazing food. No one can deny that. But I would rather have them, like I would want people to normalize calling themselves Indians rather than um, Mama because it, it's just nicer to call one by wh what they are rather than creating a new name for them. Thank you, Afsa, Rashika and Rashika's mom for sharing their thoughts.
Indeed, there's always two sides to the story. So we shouldn't assume that everyone in the Indian Muslim community are comfortable with the label. Moreover, I've had a few experiences of people casually using the term mama to describe people who supposedly look like Indian Muslims, but are not. So rather than jumping right in with the labels and baseless assumptions, it's definitely better and kinder to ask first. Well, it's been an eye-opening experience to learn a little bit about the identity and challenges of being Indian Muslims or having Indian Muslim heritage. The more I've learned, the more I realize that Mama is more than just the restaurant or food. It is also connected to the history and identity of the Indian Muslim community, which I think deserves its own recognition. Until this day, Mama restaurants have come a long way to become what we're all familiar and love. To me personally, Mama has become an important food culture in Malaysia. It has even grown as part of our identity as Malaysians, a Malaysian pride that many of us boast about. But what makes Kedai Mama so attractive to Malaysians? What can we say about the delicious food provided by Kedai Mama? especially to those who have not experienced it. Once again, I'm your host Ilham and this is Jo Mama. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and learned something new with me today. Thank you for listening and let's continue exploring other aspects of Mama culture in the next episodes. second episode, we'll be looking into mama food and fusion. Intrigued? Don't miss our next episode in Jo Mama, a podcast that explores the numerous sides of mama culture in Malaysia. See you then! For your information, Jo Mama is brought to you by a group of final year students from University of Nottingham Malaysia campus. Follow us on our Instagram at jom.mama and make sure to check out our website at jommamapodcast.wixsite.com slash website to find out more. Want to share your own story, comments or review about Jom Mama? Reach out to us through these channels and maybe you'll end up featured on our Instagram page. <laughs>